Hello, dear friends. The news with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Lightman. Hello. The cost of living in Israel is rising. Things haven't been this way for a long time. Essential products will become more expensive, even by 36%. You know, basic bread is going to become 30%, 36% more expensive. Dairy products, eggs, bread, water, etc., etc., my question is, it's not supposed to be that way. These are basic products. The government needs to put in all of its money, do what it can in order not to raise prices on these basic products. It's necessary to steal less. This is my conclusion. So, is it the principle itself that basic products can't become more costly? Is it correct? Yes. Okay, so accordingly we can talk about what kind of uh, government we have. We'll see in the upcoming elections. By the way, it's a transitional government, what we have now. I mean, any decision that they take. Suppose they hear us and they take a decision. This considered also, this already considered a commercial, an ad. Any government acts that way, but actually what the previous government did with all those with everything that they did in short. It's really terrible. So your position about the rising prices, how to work with it? There's nothing to work with the rising prices for. It is only a result of... This is how everything unfolds according to what they do. Well, it's global politics. It happens everywhere. Doesn't matter. We're a small country. We could somehow balance ourselves out differently. You know, we could close ourselves a bit. Not to close ourselves, but still, we have a half socialistic economy, and therefore we could have increased the cost of different luxuries, luxury products at the expense of leaving the prices of bread, milk, etc., eggs on the same level. I like that. So, choose me, elect me then. I would elect you, if you asked me. No, no. I'd run away from there once, once you feel what goes on there. The main thing is to grab and divide it. The main thing is to keep your chair there. What goes on there that a person really wants to go there? This I don't get. When you're there, you can't be any different. That's how the environment influences you. Yeah, they start working with you there, but you can't do nothing. But you come with good, good intentions. Yeah, we all know the great intentions that people came with. And then they suddenly turn into, yeah, they tap into the general wheeling-dealing. So, raising prices on basic products is forbidden, by no means. But better raise prices on those things that aren't that necessary, but to keep the levels of prices as they were. 
In our previous life, everything was right. I remember back in the old days, bread, 12 pennies, sausage, 220 rubles. Yeah, all those things. There was also this price for 12. In short, back then, they were right the socialistic point of view of things. Yeah. What else can we say about all this? We want to go back to socialism. You want to go back? No, no, of course not. That was really... Um, poor government, poor people. They tore everything apart there however they want it. So, just one more conclusion to draw here. The government should be half socialistic if something happens someplace. Not socialistic. It's simply caring for for society that cares for society. It's not socialism. It simply cares for the people. How do you make it so that this will become the main thing, caring for the people, not the chair, not popularity? Then again, you need to make a revolution and who to put in power. What do you mean, who? Me? You won't find anyone. The circumstances are such that anyone who gets there becomes like everyone else. And in order for him not to become like everyone, a, a bit, what do you need to do for that? That person needs to nonetheless be a Kabbalist who would be connected with the spiritual, not religious spiritual, but with the spiritual that he'd feel what is he living for and what do people need to exist for. And he'd promote everything for the sake of that, that he want to detach from the ego. Yeah. These are all non-simple matters, but we will come to that. When? We don't see it yet. Okay, that's a good ending. Biden and Lapid signed a declaration. There's something about um, scientific cooperation that they signed, etc., etc., medical cooperation. But the main things are that both countries will not allow a nuclear Iran, that they will fight together against any attempts to boycott Israel and attempts to deprive Israel of the right for self-defense. The U.S. undertakes to support Israel in any forums, including the U.N., <coughs> to support Israel in any forums, including the UN and the International Criminal Court. The question is, how valuable are such declarations? Zero. Nothing. Meaning, when the time comes, each acts, circumstances change, everything changes. So what do we sign them for? It's politics. It's a game. So we're all the time playing with these... Of course, this is what they live off. You think that both understand that it's all fictitious? Of course. Sometimes it uh, holds back certain developments in one or another direction, but that's it. But 
doesn't the person feel like I gave my word I need to keep to it nah nah come on that's kind of attitude it's for them it's uncommon so what kind of declaration will be kept when will a declaration be 100% kept when you hold the other side by the throat you're talking about today's world well you're asking me about when can a declaration be kept so we need to keep someone by the throat and then they'll keep what they signed of course and in general in the ideally it's only if people, governments are under the influence of the upper force then they keep it then they don't need any exterior limitations pressure what it's out of shame the commitment itself so that they're under the upper forest they feel committed to keep their word but why because by that they determine their future I sign not with the counterpart with some people but with the upper force that's it so here there is no other talk so what works better than respect to the toward the upper force or fear that if I might not keep my word respect that comes out of fear that's the most reliable thing when you just said fear what did you mean fear of what fear of being completely under his rule control and then I can't break my word it's the same as killing myself nation government world so again in what case the declaration will work a declaration will work only in case we will fear the creator otherwise nothing will work very simple very simple really thank you in general, we talked about this several times, but we understand that nature is harmonious. We studied this and at school. We see the different food chains, everything's connected. There's this science based on it, bionics, that I look at things and I copy what I see in nature. Right. Suppose um, helicopter, they saw dragonfly, I don't know what. Birds, planes, uh, bugs, cars. My question is, why one way or another it all comes down to airplanes turning into fighter jets, cars turn into tanks, and all of our scientific achievements one way or another are headed toward that. Because in order to take an example from nature, positive, it doesn't matter which, and to create it for that, you need scientists that it's interesting to them, and they create mechanically that which exists in nature. But afterwards, come other people that don't, don't give a damn about nature, that want to use this technology in order to rule, 
to impose and that's where all these good things end. So one way or another, we take something positive from nature, we build what we build, and one way or another, it is later taken by bad people that make weapons out of it. Right. Why? Because that's our nature. Why are we giving it to them? Why do we agree? Because they know how to deceive They're in power. They have the army, they have the power, they have everything. And the kind, naive people that simply want to know how the world's built, they have nothing besides their brains and weak, weak hands. Is it fate, the fate of our world, that one way or another everything is headed there? Yeah until we correct human nature. So, one way or another, everything is embedded in human nature. Yeah. Nature is harmonious. Why don't we take an example from the harmony of nature? We copy what it made and make something for ourselves, but the harmony itself, the essence of nature, why doesn't that permeate us? We study it. I remember in school we did. We can't keep the harmony. We're incapable of revealing it, studying it, because we're inverted to it. Yeah. But we get the knowledge of it. And what is the result of knowing that that's how it's built in nature? I can't. How to make that the main thing? First take the harmony in nature, and then all the technological. What for? Because then, again, things are going to be right. That's why I'm not going to take it. What do I need to take some laws, possibilities from nature in order to give to others so that that will do good to exist harmoniously in an interconnected way? Yeah, what do I need it for? I need to rule. Yeah, for this, I'll study everything and my ego will push me toward it and will give me all options to do it. So that's our nature. It is. So why are you calling for a different nature then? I want to change man. But that's our nature. No, no, there's the ability to change it. And then we will really do everything in accordance with nature, the good, kind, upper nature. And then we will turn to it before we create something. Of course, first we'll correct ourselves, and then we'll take something from nature and really be like it. So it's not science fiction to invert our nature and make it similar to nature. We won't make it without it, and we'll be forced to change ourselves one way or another. You're all the time saying that the world became interconnected. It's in order to show us that there's no place to go, and there will be more and more of that. Yeah, we can't escape it. We'll see that no wars, no nothing, no crimes between people. It will simply be impossible to do them. You will show yourself as the 
enemy of mankind by doing so. You won't be able to hide it. The world will look at you as the enemy of mankind. And then, gradually, gradually, the good force of nature will change mankind, but will go through such a stage where it will be startling for us to distort the good relations. So the first stage is fear of distorting the good relations between us. Yeah, restriction. In Kabbalah, it's called restriction. The restriction of the ego, yes. But I fear out of the ego, out of my nature. Yeah, but you have no other way out. I need to restrict it. Otherwise, I'll be beaten. So I can't go into war because I will be beaten, because I'll be limited, restricted, I'll starve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a result of all of these negative relations toward me, attitude toward me. Very simple, by the way. Without any exalted. What exalted? Who understands these exalted things? Only this way. Simply. Yeah. You fight, they close you down. That's why you're you're afraid of it. Yeah. In between us, for that, you need to rise above yourself in order to stop fighting. No, no. You'll get a few blows to the head, but you'll feel defeated. It's terrible. It doesn't matter. That's how you'll be taught. Belgium, Sweden, Ireland, Spain, the Netherlands, Denmark, France, Germany, and Italy issued a joint statement resuming cooperation with six organizations that were declared terrorist organizations by the Israeli Defense Minister. They work in the Palestinian autonomy. That is, they say that it was not proven that they support terror, and they democratically announced we want to quickly implement the two-state solution for both nations. We don't want to have stops now on the way. Let's do it quickly. Therefore, they shut their eyes on terror organizations and continue their politics. How do you enlarge, how do you relate to the two-state uh, solution for two nations. I don't relate to it in any way, very negatively. The nation that we as if want to be like brothers with or neighbors in no way has shown itself as a friendly government that next to which we can exist. So first of all, show yourself as a neighbor and then yeah, yeah, let's do it that way. What do we have now? Within the same borders, boundaries, and everything that there is, let's start building normal, normative relations between us. And then gradually we can come to being neighbors, the ability of becoming neighbors. It's very logical. But in the meantime, it won't work. In the meantime, they want our land, there's terrorism, we should close our borders, and that's it. Yeah, it's a well-known tactic for them. They cut off piece by piece by piece, and then we'll eat you anyway. Why is Europe so idealistic? They're not idealistic. 
They're not democratic. They're not idealistic. They have just one thing, to do something and to present it as good deeds. Really, all this is completely not important to them. What is important to them? That we won't exist or what? Of course. It's important for them. For them, the existence of Israel is unpleasant at the least, and unbearable. It chokes you by the throat. You're talking about all those civilized countries. Yeah, France, there, Italy. Oh, you know, these are anti-Semitic countries. Why are we... Because we're Jews? Because we're Israel? Because we're smart? Because we can build our government and win wars. And this chokes them by the throat. Yeah. And in this case, what are our actions? Our actions. No actions. Not to give nothing. By no means. By no means. And what politics should we hold on to? Close doors. That's it. You want to kiss the lock? Please come kiss it. We're not talking about this topic. We have no one to conduct these talks with because we see no partner. You're not partners. You look at things from the side and want to force us to do things. But to sign an agreement with those that you want us to sign with, as is for a decade already, we're in a state that you can actually declare as real war. So we're in a constant war. Yeah. So these aren't partners and these aren't neighbors. That's the situation. And therefore, we don't listen to these and we don't have, yeah, we'll cut ourselves off from them. And unfortunately, that's our fate until we will change. So until when, that's the question. Until we will change. Until we change ourselves and become and meet the upper forces, that we become a good nation towards ourselves, toward each other, until we reach a state where all of Israel are friends, close to each other, all Jews. Okay. I understand the rest. And this is translated to the rest of the world. It projects, it will project upon our neighbors. Look, we're not forcing anyone. We simply want to exist ourselves that way. First, let us build ourselves as a nation inside of which everything exists according to the principle of mutual good. And as long as we build it, we are restricted. And then we'll see. If you want to cleave to us according to the same principles, no problem. So you're saying the seed of all will be that. What will happen here? That here there will be good, warm relations like between brothers, sisters. This will be the nation of Israel. That's how it needs to be.
Yeah. And only then, if they want, then the neighbors will become neighbors and then cleave on to us and the world, so-called everything around Jerusalem. Jerusalem becomes the capital of the world. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, that if that's how the, if that's how the nation is, then Jerusalem becomes, okay, I'm, I'm for it. You're for it. It's necessary for all those pretty governments for them to understand and agree. But for us to agree. They're doing it in order to get some billions for themselves. Create a few more dozens of committees. Pretty hide behind them in a pretty way and put pressure to put pressure on Israel that too but mainly have a good time so they're doing it in order to gain money off it and and only this is the scenario they have in their mind these are normal normative egoists Scientists from Harvard have developed an AI that finds the shortest path to human happiness. They use a combination of neural networks and the human brain, the results of psychological tests that the client passes, and AI predicts the well-being of a person in 10 years and what will happen at old age, and it gives recommendations on how to live in order to be happy. Do you believe that it's possible? No, I don't. I agree with what, is, with what it says. Let them do what they want. But you don't believe in it. What is happiness? Well, they base themselves on a person being healthy, for example, not being depressed, psychologically healthy. You feel well, I don't know. Probably, I don't What else can I say? This is happiness. Eventually, can they do it? Well, AI probably explains how to relate to other people so they won't pressure you. Well, that's well known to us back from not so long ago. It's, uh, how do you call it? It's the laws of the communistic society, etc. So you're saying that here we need to look at what did they take as their foundation for happiness. How are they planning on implementing this beautiful life? Well, a person is given recommendations by AI how to live his life, and he goes and feels, what condition am I in now? Ah, now I feel good. I go to the next recommendation, and then I live according to these recommendations. Is it possible to live your life that way? No, because, as it says, human nature is egoistic from the start. And therefore, he thinks only about how can he have it good compared to others. So that addition is what breaks everything. Of course, he can't feel happy if others feel as good as he does, at least a bit less. 
that is nature. You can't do anything about it. So if everyone around is happy, I won't have a sense of happiness. Okay. What do you do? Everyone on the same level, then I lose any sensation of being happy. That's for sure. So what do you do for a person to be happy, to make others less happy? <laughs> and what's done now through wars so if others are less happy I already feel myself happier of course everything is relative so this AI needs to program everything such that you'll be happy when you'll see that others are less than you I'll do everything possible in order for you to see it yeah, where we could have such glasses then that's what we'd feel. That would have been great. Everyone would come out, look at each other, and won't understand where others looking from so high, condescending. Why are they so happy? I'm better than them in everything. I think that is an excellent invention for our world. This is what they need to get. And ideally speaking, then, ideally speaking, when you will care for others, and this will be your designation and sense of joy and happiness, and then no one can stand in your way. You can make everyone happy, and that way each can make others happy too. So I feel good because I'm doing good to others. Only this way can it be realized. Can AI reach this kind of turning point It'll break down on the way. You know, the machine will break. Yeah, it can't contain it. Okay, that's interesting. But it's headed, humanity's headed toward it, toward the recognition of evil, but not toward resolving the problem itself. To resolve the problem, they'll need to come to us, capitalists, because there's no solution. Here, they walk into a wall, and you can die. Nothing ahead. No hope, no nothing. Or take drugs. Somehow calm people down. Do something for them. That they'll all be like slaves and that they'll remain in this vegetative state that they'll understand that nothing, nowhere. But besides that, you need to give them some kind of tranquilizing substance, something. That's the light. That's the life. That's once what the founders of religion, for example, thought to do. That everything's going to be fine. Someplace there's the next world. Then you're going to die. And here, that's how things are, and make your living that way. 
So here we're talking about something else. The, this kind of life is clear. The one that you're talking about, where a person acknowledges his evil, the evil of his own nature, and can't, can't decide, can't come out of this evil, but he acknowledges it. It's a, I don't know, I don't think that it's the best state. Then you need to give him some kind of tranquilizer, something that he'll be able to work, live, rest, that he'll have everything, but that's it. But still, there will be greater and greater recognition of evil. Yeah, but here you once again need to... But what I'm... What I want to come to is that eventually you'll say that they'll come to Kabbalists, right? After all these, well, not under these conditions. They'll fight in different wars. They'll see that it's all complete darkness, emptiness, and they'll look for a way out. Yeah, and there will be no way out. And then they will discover with the guidance from above that there is such a way out, such a teaching that elevates them to a different level, to a different nature, to the quality of bestowal and love, and that they don't need anything else, that with the help of this new nature they will build completely everything. Thank you. Thank you. Was excellent. Thank you very much.